Thank you for listening to Christ Alone Podcast, where we believe that Jesus lived, died, and resurrected according to the scriptures. Our hope is that God can bless you through this week's episode. All right, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Angie and Steven's podcast. Christ Alone. Christ Christ Alone Podcast. So, welcome back, everybody. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for everyone that's uh, gone to Apple Podcasts and written a review. Um, Today, we're going to, instead of starting a new book, we're going to just talk about the message from church today because it was so good. So, shout out to Pastor Gabe for bringing us the message today. Um, yeah, we'll do that. And so, uh, the message is about, he called it driving desire. Right. Um, and essentially it, he talked about, you know, figuring out where you're going to go before you try to go there. In other words, trying to move within God's desire and not your own. Amen. So he gave the example of the parking lot right where there's a vehicle that's trying to get out of the parking spot and halfway as they're coming out of the parking spot they stop and he was talking about how frustrating it is and what's happening is the person's on their phone probably trying to put in their directions instead of having put their directions first and then trying to get out which can cause confusion can cause accidents can cause frustration right it's funny because while he was talking about that because he was saying he's the person waiting for that parking spot and he's frustrated i'm like i'm the person in that car um who puts the maps way too late uh before i decide to leave um which is honestly how a lot of us are in our lives which is pretty much uh the point that he was making that we um sometimes start walking without having that sense of direction without asking um god for that guidance right so uh, we'll start with, you know, the verses. It's Psalm 37, 1 through 5. So it says, Fret not yourselves because of evildoers, but be not envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart, which is a popular um favored verse uh, but we'll get to that in a bit and commit your way verse five commit your way to the lord trust in him and he will act yeah so sometimes i mean you know we some of us maybe have figured out what god's purpose for our life specifically is some of us are still looking for it trying to figure it out but this is a time where you have to just be still like the word says and Wait on the Lord, um, because you don't want to try and move if you're not, if you don't know that that's where God wants you to move. Amen. You know, you don't want to just wake up one day and say, you know what, I'm just going to move to Alaska. Yeah. And you know, when I get there, I'll pray that God works things out. No, I mean, God may or may not work things out after you get there for you. And as a believer, He, he likely will. Right. But. You don't want to make that move unless you pray about it first and, you know, see what what it is that, you know, 
yeah that and, god actually wants you to do and i think sometimes uh the thing is uh which i think we've mentioned before is uh sometimes we ask god questions and we're waiting for a burning bush type of moment what you know where he or parting of the sea i don't know something miraculous some sign, happens yeah. some huge sign um and i think what god does instead is it's similar to when elijah um is on that mountain and he goes out and he's not in the uh, earthquake he's not in the um, in the wind in the wind he's not in all that he's in the whisper he's in the very yeah. small whisper and so um it's you know like you said marine it's asking god what should i do and then um being connected to god being commune in communion with god and god's gonna answer in the whisper yeah. um and he's gonna you know give you peace like from what i've gathered he's gonna give you peace about that like yeah um when uh you know i prayed to god whether or not my i should marry the man that i'm gonna marry lord you know lord willing you know i was asking god like before i even met him i'm like god i want you to guide the way um i want you to let me know if he's the one you know whoever it is that you have for me and when i started dating him i'm like if he is the one you know let me know and it wasn't some huge thing it was just feeling a sense of just confirmation in my heart and a peace about it um and you know knowing at the same time what the word says and what we should look for in a spouse right um and knowing hey he has these qualities so it's also you know along with that it's knowing the word of god so if you know what god's word is you're gonna know what god's will is for your life as well yeah that's a big part of it i think i think what a lot of us do is we don't know enough about the word and so we're basing what god wants for us on our feelings and there's no scripture that says that you know we have to move according to our feelings uh, and then the question becomes well how do we know if god is speaking to us and it's through his word through right. his word you know you might you might be having uh com you know been confronted with a situation where you know maybe somebody needs help financially spiritually whatever the case and you you know you pray about it and you get into the word and and the holy spirit just reminds you that you you're supposed to mourn with those who mourn that you're supposed to cry with those who cry and love on them and you know that could be the word of encouragement where god is telling you you know you, you, that's where god will move you into doing something right um but the word is important because mm -hmm. without it we have no sense of direction essentially that is our gps so to speak amen um, so the first point that he uh, brought was number one is to evaluate. So verse one and two says, fret not yourself because of evildoers, be not envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Um, so yeah, so he said basically that we should evaluate where we're at, where is our heart at? Are we spending time worrying about uh, whether what others have or don't have? If so, is it because we want what they have or don't have. So we have to evaluate our hearts and, and why do we want the things that we want? Um, yeah, and is like you said earlier, is what we want, Does what does scripture have to say about it? And right. we always have to go back to scripture because you mentioned it a long time ago when we first started the podcast that prayer is just a one-way conversation, us talking to God, but how do we know that God speaks to us? Well, uh, it he's already spoken to us Amen. through the word it, it, it's done it's finished 
right? Amen. And so that's what we need to look at. So is what I'm, you know, is what I'm going through, is what, what I'm being challenged with, is what I'm thinking, is what I'm getting ready to decide on, is, does this align or conflict with God's word? I think that's the important question. Yeah. Because I do think, I think we mentioned it before also that, you know, we do have a, a certain type of freedom, you know, there's like, yes, God, essentially our purpose is to make disciples and to point others to Christ. But, you know, is, you know, did God really want you, for example, to become a counselor? Maybe so. Now, how how he'll bring that about, I I don't know that he's directly involved in that. I think he gives us a sense of freedom to, to allow us to decide uh, to be able to do that. But, um, uh, yeah, so that's that's what I think is is what happens is you have the freedom now to decide, am I going to, you know, become a counselor? Am I going to go to school for this amount of time right. or am I going to, you know, not? And, you know, God may or may not still provide a way to bring you to that place if that's where he actually wants you. But yeah. we have no actual way of knowing that. Yeah. So I do think that we do have more freedom than I think we we give ourselves credit for i think god allows us that freedom yeah. now god is of course sovereign he's going to make his plan happen whether we align to him or not but we want to align to right. we want to align to god i think that's the point yeah and one of the points that uh pastor gabe also brought up is sometimes what we do is uh we often compare ourselves to others and in comparing ourselves to others that becomes what we want um, and we do that not just, you know, you know, with the people around us, but we do that a lot with people on social media, right? Um, I think that's one of the biggest downfalls of, so, biggest negatives of social media is we play that comparison game. And we're yeah. like, okay, well, this person um, has a great, I don't know what, I don't know. Ministry, great, career. Great ministry, great uh, family, great everything. Um, and we see that obviously only because p we post only what's positive. Um, and so I think that the enemy uses that. That's what, you know, Pastor Gabe was saying. The enemy basically uses that to make us desire for what others have. You know, yeah. one of the commandments is, you know, don't covet what your neighbor has. And and that's one of the our biggest downfalls that we do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think a, a good example, too, is one we gave earlier in the podcast, like when we first started, is that, you know, I always I, I saw your relationship with God and I, I asked God, I'm like, God, I want I want to have the relationship with you that my sister has with you. And at one point, you know, I felt like God was telling me, well, what kind of relationship do I have with your sister? And I couldn't answer that question. Right. And he's like, that's because I have a relationship with her that I don't plan to or intend to have with you. Right. And so, uh, you know, that, that I think is what, what happens a lot of the times. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful how he has a very, I guess, individual relationship with, with well, each of us. Think about this, right? Like you, we both know our mom, right? Right. We both have a relationship with our mom. Yes. She's both our mother. Yes. But your relationship with her is different than my she, relationship she with her. She favors me. Well, well, she's you. loved me longer <laughs> than she's loved you. Right. And, you know. <laughs> no, but, but I mean, that's true. All jokes aside, like we each have a very special relationship 
with her separately. Yeah. But it's still special and it's still meaningful. Correct. Yeah. Um, and that's big. So yeah, so we want to uh, evaluate where our desires come from and why do we want those things? Do we want them because other people have them or do we want them because that's what God uh, wants and has for us? Um, so the second point that he um, that he put is abide. Yeah. Okay, so verse 3 and 4 says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the lands and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Um, yeah, a lot of times we confuse that last verse, the desires of your heart with, you know, like saying, hey, I want to move to Alaska or I want this car or I want this house or I want this girlfriend or boyfriend. And it's not necessarily what that what that verse means right it means that when you are aligned with god's will and purpose then god puts in you changes your heart to want to align with what his will and purpose are so right. like you already know as someone who's born again god's general will and purpose for you is to make disciples yeah so as as someone who's born again that's changed in my heart and now I, instead of praying god uh for example you know like i want this podcast to succeed so it you know it can be popular or whatever and i can make a living off of this podcast so i don't yeah. have to work anymore it's more of like no god like you know use me uh to bring about your will and your purpose for your kingdom uh, use this podcast if it's, you know, and not, and not have to worry about so much of what, yeah. like the kind of like the worldly aspect of it. Like, yeah. you know, like when we first started, I focused a lot on the metrics of the podcast and that was stressful because it became more about that and less about honoring and glorifying God. But now it's like, I'm not worried about the numbers or anything like that. And the podcast is actually doing significantly better. So, uh, because the podcast, um, because my, my heart is aligned with God's will and purpose, then, you know, God is doing what he does with the podcast and I don't have to worry about it because it's on God now. Amen. Um, and so his main point in abiding is kind of like what you're like, until you find out he, God's specific will, um, for your life, you have to focus on, you know, his will for everybody. I think a lot of people, um, unbelievers, you know, the big question of, I think of all, all, all our lives are, what is my purpose? What should I be doing with my life? And as a believer, um, I think that, you know, God answers that question, but still, even in that, like, I feel like sometimes, you know, I've gotten anxiety because I'm like, God, I know your will is for me to make disciples, but what is my, what is your specific will for my life? And, yeah. you know, some a point that Pastor Gabe was making is keep doing what you already know you should be doing. And God is going to reveal that to you. Right. Um, you know, keep praying, yeah. keep reading the Bible, um, keep getting community with others. And he's going to show you he's going to show you the way. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Um, yeah. It's like I think sometimes that's a distraction, you know, because we can't we can't know God's mind. Right. Scripture says we can't know God's mind, but he's already spoken. So, it, again, going back to scripture, if you have a relationship with God, then you know what he wants for your life. Here's an example I gave recently to somebody. It's like, all right. So um, 
if I say, um, hey, let's go, let's go bowling today after church. And I, and I ask you, what would mom say to that? Because the relationship that you have with her, you have a pretty good idea of how that conversation would go. Right. Because you know her. So you might say, well, yeah, I, I, she might be down to go bowling, but first she's want to want to go eat lunch or something. Yeah. Or first she's going to want to go home and change. Or for, and it's why? Because you have a relationship with her. Right. So you don't have to wonder and guess at what she's going to do or say. Now, right. you may or may not be wrong in that, in your assessment of what she might do or say, but you're, you're pretty good, like, you're on a pretty good, uh, it's a good chance that yeah. what you say is what's going to happen with her. So in the same, same way with God, if you know God through his word, then you know that when you're confronted with a situation, Hey, you know what? I, that's okay. Like that, you'll be able to confidently make a decision that, yeah, that's okay. Amen. Yeah. Um, and so another few verses that he focuses on is James 1, 5 to 8. So let me pull that up really quick. Uh, James 1. All right. And it says, in, And if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting for the one who doubts is like a way of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind for that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Amen. And we went over that in our episode of James one. Right. So go check that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> go ahead. But I mean, basically asking, I, I mean, it's, same idea asking god for guidance and trusting that he's gonna give it give that to you not doubting that he has he has what's best for you in mind um at all times and it's ultimately gonna bring him glory in in all that yeah regardless of what it is or how it turns out good or bad um the important thing is to trust in the lord because it is for his honor and his glory amen um, and then point number three, just to finish off, uh, was to align. So align yourself with what uh, God wants for you. So God will show you what you want. And if you are willing, he'll give you what you want. Sometimes we align ourselves with God, but making sure we have other people hold us accountable is what God said. So we don't default to our desires. Whom Who you align with determines your desires and your desires determine your direction. So I think this probably was one of my favorite points because the main idea is who are you surrounding yourself with? Um, because there are, because we're human, there are times where we're not going to be sure, you know, even in the midst of prayer in the, even in the midst of reading the Bible, we're going to come across circumstances where we're not going to be sure. So we need to surround ourselves with people who love the Lord and are aligned with God as well so that they can give us direction when we fall short, when we're not sure. So I know, um, I want to say sometime, maybe six months into my relationship with Matthew, I started to have, uh, anxiety, like, like big anxiety. And I think I went two weeks without telling him. And then one day he asked me, 
how's your heart? That's his, one of his favorite questions. And I'm like, okay, I got to tell you then, cause I got to be honest. <laughs> um, and I start, I was telling him that I had started to doubt and, uh, you know, we talked about it and the next day I'm like, I need to talk some, to someone about it. Um, and I ended up calling, you know, my amazing brother, Marine. And I'm like, I need, you know, and I had prayed about it. I had spent some time praying about it because I'm like, I don't know what to do. Um, I don't know if he is for, you know, you know, I don't, I don't know if Matthew is the guy that I'm supposed to be with. And, uh, I called you and you helped honestly calm my anxiety a lot because you were saying things like, Hey, it's okay to doubt. And you are answering, answering some of those questions that I have. Cause you know, I, you know, this was my first relationship. So, um, and, and obviously my prayer has always been God. I want to do your will for my life. And so that's that that I think is what caused some anxiety. And so talking it through with you helped a lot. And not only that, because you have, you know, a lot of experience in relationship because um, you've been married for how many years? 20 in January. You've been married for 20. So you have the experience. Also, I know that you are I know that you love me and I know First and foremost, that, you know, God is number one in your life and that not only would you give me just general direction, but you would give me godly direction, you know, direction that is based, you know, on God and on his word and on his will. Um, and something that you said, you also said was, hey, it seems to me like you've this is what you've prayed for. <laughs> so I think that calmed my heart. But also you prayed for me and you prayed with me and that that. I don't, I, I think we underestimate how much healing, mm. praying with other people and people that love us, how much healing that brings. Um, and we don't, honestly, I don't think we do it as a church. I don't think we do it as much as we should. Um, I don't think we believe in it as much as we should. Um, so yeah, we need to find people that, that align with us. And, you know, I'm sure we can both talk about countless situations where, there are people that we knew that were maybe further in our walk with us or not even that. They don't even have to be further. It's just you're I know you're walking with God. I'm walking with God. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm in a point of desperation. I need your help. You know, you, yeah. you've given the example of, you know, you're going through that situation and then you had a brother pray for you and you were you were just you were ready to give up. But that prayer in itself just encouraged you. And so yeah. so we need that. And I don't honestly I don't know what I would do without people in my life that that you know are walking with me amen amen that's why it's important to have a community uh you know a a uh a board you know a board of of supporters friends family loved ones that you know that want the best for you but are also going to be honest with you and pray for you and encourage you and you know uh discourage you when yeah. you're when you're gonna make a, a bad decision yeah. you know that's important as well so yeah and someone to to also help you understand if you know like we we're talking about that that verse about the desires of your heart that will help you know okay are these the desires that i actually do i want these desires for myself like out of my own flesh or is it something that actually um god wants for me uh because i think for a while you know while i was single I realize I'm talking about Matthew a lot. Forgive me. <laughs> um, but while I was single, I think I would read that verse and I'm like, and I think a lot of single people do is they'll read that verse and they're like, Oh, you'll give me the desires of the heart, my heart. But God, is this maybe what you don't desire for me? Hey, do you desire for me to be single for my whole life? Yeah. Um, and that was honestly, that was very tough to, 
to try to understand. But again, it was about talking to other people about it and, and finding out, okay, is this, is this, is this correct or not? Yeah. I think a lot of times too, when we read that verse, you know, God grants us the desires of our hearts. We also forget about that other verse in Proverbs, right? That says, guard your heart yeah. and then your heart is deceitful. Yeah. You know, it's like, all right, what is, what is the Bible contradicting itself? No, it's not. It's just, it's what we said earlier, you know. Yeah, you're, the desires of your heart are deceitful. But that's why you want the desires of God's heart in your heart. And right. then God will grant you those desires. Yeah. But you have to be able to align yourself with God's will. And a lot of times I find myself now praying, not like before, but like when I'm praying for healing over somebody or, or something, it's like, God... You know, I'm praying for healing, but let your let your will be done. Right. Let your will be done and comfort us and give us peace in, you know, however this plays out within your plan. And so uh, it's important to kind of keep that in mind because even Jesus prayed for that. Yeah. Even Jesus wanted out, you know, in his humanity. He He's like, Father, is there is there a way? Is there is there something else that could happen that could keep you know, this from happening, is there, is there another path that, that we can still get our will done? That's, that's not, that's not this way. And, you know, and what does he end with? He says, let your will be done. Amen. Your will, not mine, but yours, right? Amen. Um, and I know uh, another few verses that pastor gave you are some of my favorite verses. Um, it's Philippians 4. Uh, 12 through 13. Not that I'm speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And a lot of time we focus on that verse 13, which is a great verse. I can do all things through strengthen me. Through but, God. but, but every, all the verses that lead up to it are just like, they, they are just as important, maybe even more important because Paul is saying, Hey, I could have everything. I could have nothing. I could have, um, all the money or I could have absolutely no money. Um, I could be suffering a lot or I could be not suffering at all, but all I need is God to strengthen me and I'm good and I'm set. And I think that's the, um, you know, if we look at Job, that's the exact mindset that Job had. He's like, you know, because he went through the worst of all of it. God he gives literally and God takes away. Yeah, he literally had lost all of it, and you know, got to the point where his wife was like, "Why are you even worshiping?" You know, kill God, yourself. Right, kill yourself. And Job's like, "I don't care. Like, God is God is still God, and I'm gonna still worship Him." Um, and I'm sure there were, you know, there were a lot of times where he still doubted, but he's like, I, "I'm gonna." I'm going to abide. I'm going to keep doing what I know what to do. I, I, I know um, I've been taught to do, which is seek God and seek his presence and seek his word and seek community. And he's going to pull me through because I think that big thing is the, the that verse of he will give you the desires of your heart and the idea that he's going to. He's going to change those desires. It's he's going to change those desires to desire him. And that's and he's going to be enough. Like, I don't like Paul. I don't care if I have a lot. I don't I don't care what I have and don't have, because, you know, like Pastor Gabe was saying in his preaching is Paul is writing. 
here while he's in prison to people who are free. And he's like, even though I'm in prison, I'm more free than you are if you do not know Christ. Um, and so it's just, it's important to, to, to understand that when you come to God, when you, when you become a believer, what he wants to do first and foremost is make him your greatest desire. And in doing that, you're going to be satisfied. Amen. So in ending, um, something to think about is, you know, what is driving you? Because what, what drives you drives your desire. Amen. Right? Or what drives you in your desire then determines your direction. So what what is the direction? You know, we I think gave you an example a while back too about God being like a GPS, the same way that, you know, Gabe started his message. It's like, all right, God's the GPS and we know where our destination is. We know the direction, but sometimes we want to ignore the GPS and take our own route. And when we take our own route, we're going to run into traffic. We're going to run into, you know, drive through bad neighborhoods. We're going to drive through places that are not efficient in getting to the final destination. And so we're still going to get there, but we might waste more gas. We might spend more money. We might, it might cost us more to get there. Yeah. And ultimately, if you just follow the GPS and you follow God's word, you will get to the destination efficiently. Yeah. And I think that's that's it. So the question is, you know, what what's the question? <laughs> what is the direction that God wants you to? Right. What is the direction, you know, that God wants you to go? Yeah. Um what is where is your desire, right? Yeah. Cuz the desire is what determines your direction. Yeah. And I think going back to, you know, my question, you know, my singleness is God, do you do you want do you want me to be in a relationship? Like, are my desires correct? Um, and I think ultimately the answer was, you know, yes, your desires are correct. Because, I mean, if we look at the Bible, it says, you know, God made Adam. And, you know, at some point, you know, you know, God's every single day he saw that it was all good. But when he saw that Adam was alone, he saw that was the first in time he saw that it was not good. Um, so it it was a good it's a good desire to not want to be single but god also showed me in the waiting you know looking back that god wanted to produce in me a character that wouldn't something in my character that wouldn't have happened had he given me what he, what i wanted right away so in some cases yeah those desires are good but it's also in god's timing so it's uh what god desires for me might just take a little longer just because he wants to produce a character in me. Amen. Or he's developing you too, yeah. you know? Amen. So, so, I mean, that's it. That's it, guys. So you guys so can find us. Uh, so align. Last, last piece of encouragement. Yeah. Align yourselves. Align your heart with, with God. Amen. So you guys can find us at Christ Alone Podcast. All of our handles are ChristAlonePodcast.com, except for Twitter or X, which is Christ Alone uh, Pod. What is our number? 407-796-2881. Feel free to call, text with your questions, suggestions, or prayer requests. Uh, again, we encourage you to go to Apple Podcasts and write a review. Um, and uh, that'll help the podcast out. It's free and takes less than two minutes. You can also support the podcast in different ways by following the links below. And uh, yeah. We love you guys. And if we don't see you next week. We'll see you in the clouds. God bless.